Well, thank you for showing up this morning again. Um, it's, a, it's a marathon, but it's better to start the year this way than to start lazily and start running around actively in the course of the year looking for help. Um, when we were children, we used to hear something constantly, that prevention is better than cure. So what we do at ambushment is to believe God for prevention, where you get the strategic instruction, and the instruction guides, guides your life so that you don't start the year in a wrong way. And then when you are trying to correct some of the things that have gone on, it's rather too late. Today I'm going to be speaking about the gates of hell shall not prevail. Turn to somebody and say, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Come on, tell another person, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. And I want you to put your hand on your chest and say, the gates of hell shall not prevail against me. All right. So, the church is fortified against the gates of hell. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, the gates of hell are just the combination of the acts of resistance and assault against the church. Acts of resistance and acts of assault. So, the gates of hell, they resist and then they assault. I've heard people say, hey, gates don't move. No, no, no. Not when you are talking about the gates of hell. They move. They are active. So they, they resist and then they attack. So Jesus is saying the gates of hell shall not prevail. But what exactly are the, the gates of hell? The machinations and the powers of the invisible world we have a visible world in which we are and there is an invisible world. And the invisible world is very interested in what the visible world does. For example, in the days of Noah, how were you going to imagine that the sons of God, that is fallen angels, could marry the daughters of men and produce children? We don't know how they did it. But maybe they entered some human beings and then produce some strange kind of people. And in our day, it is still happening. Because some of the people that are walking about on earth, I don't know how they appeared. They could not have been. I know they were created by God, but maybe they themselves added to creation, I don't know. Because you wonder how some human beings can do some of the things they do. Um, in normal language, we call them strange children. Sometimes they can appear in your family. They can appear in your community. They do things you don't understand. Sometimes some of them are in the church. And um, so there are powers of the invisible world. And we call them the gates of hell. They are the entrances and the exits of the unseen world. Entrances and exits of the unseen world. In the ancient fortified cities, what they had was 
gates where people would go and sit and they discussed issues that were judicial, financial, and military in nature. So any serious issues to be discussed, they didn't hide in bedrooms or in lounges. They went and sat at the gate. They didn't have conference rooms. They would go to the gate and sit there and plan and discuss. And Jesus is only saying that, you know what? The kingdom of hell plans against the church. And the scheme, I said the gates of hell shall not prevail. And um, when they are going to war, they gather at the gate and they rush out from there. So everything about the gates of hell talks about warfare. And Jesus said the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Um, you see, heaven is not a place we die and go to. As we speak now, heaven has an effect on the earth. So whatever we are doing in church today, God and the angels in heaven have an interest in it. And they fight on our behalf and work on our behalf. In the same way, hell is not a place you just die and go to. People will go to hell when they die and they, they don't repent. But hell is not inactive waiting for people to die and come there. Hell operates even right now. And let me start with unreasonable and wicked men. You see, hell or heaven, if they will operate on earth, they need the human being as a vessel. So as a matter of fact, the gates of hell are human beings. If you are not careful, you'll be thinking about a big hole full of fire. And then you start imagining a gate like maybe the gate of MKNUST. You'll be making a mistake. The gates are human beings. Because you see, when the idea or imagination is manufactured in hell, the devil now transmits that idea through a human being. And then uses the human being as a weapon to fight against the church. So Paul told the Thessalonians, he said, Finally, my brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course. Ah, pray for us that the word of God may have what? Free course. This year we said that our theme is purpose. And the word of God must have a free course. Because uh, our, our team, the, the main purpose is to preach. But the word must have free course. It means something can resist the word. It's, it's amazing that something can resist the word. That is why when you preach a word, the effect of the word and how it flows is not the same in every church. You can preach one word in one church. It's very powerful. Go to another church and you are preaching and pushing it and it's not going. Because the gates of hell are resisting it. So he said, pray that the word of God will have what? Free cause. Everybody say free cause. Empty. Well, word, you know. Uh -uh. Is this thing not surprising? The word of God. But you should pray for us. That the word may have free cause. It means the word can be resisted. 
Jesus told us something, he said. Some of the word fall on wayside. Some of them fall on rocky ground. Some fall among thorns. Ah. If you don't understand this and you are a preacher, you will kill yourself. Because you see, you will keep preaching and think you are not preaching well. You think it's your fault. Oh, Lord, help me to be a good preacher. You are a good preacher, but the word hasn't got a free cause. When I go to preach in, um, when I go to preach in impact, um, impact um, action, the convention, the prayer warriors, they don't attend the meeting. No. They pray until the meeting closes. And then they phone me and they say, Pastor, you should remember us. We also need the anointing, but we are locked up. We can't come out. Some are in the rooftop, some are underground. Those people are like snipers. They are everywhere. So you can see the atmosphere is charged. Because some people are praying. I'm told about a man of God. During his days, when he's preaching, while he's on the pulpit, underground, just under the pulpit, people are there lighting fire of prayer. So that the word will go. That is why those people, Charles Finney and go with all their father nurses, they'll be praying and they'll be preaching and people are crying. They are preaching and it's as if fire is burning people because you know what? Some people are putting prayer power behind the preaching. Listen, there is nothing that is resisted in the world like the word of God. Some of the pastors in this room will tell you how they stand on this pulpit and they can feel attacks. You can occupy a pulpit and everything in your mind will go blank. Yeah. Because some of the very people who have just taken communion with you are agents. I'm praying this year may God sweep every church of any agent. Any agent of the devil. The 90 days the prophet is talking about. May they not cross it. Amen. You cannot sit in a church and be an agent of the devil forever. And because of you, nothing moves. In fact, I went to a church and the elders came to me and they said, Daddy, we need help. I said, what is the help? They said there is some personality in the church there who doesn't allow the word of God to flow. Because this personality or this character has a way she behaves. During preaching, the person who occupy a strategic position in the church. So they said, this person has become a principality in the church. You preach, you look at the face, you can preach because of the body language. So everybody in the church is getting frozen. I pray, may the two-edged sword of God coming out of the mouth of Jesus Fight in the church. Pray for us that the word of God may have what? Free cause. And they say, oh, the pastors are not preaching well. Oh, that man of God didn't preach well. The man of God preached well, 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 well. But something was resisting it. So he said, pray. Because if you don't pray, some of the word will fall by the wayside. 
In fact, some of the kind of word we preach in this church, and people still sin. In fact, the gates of hell are real. No, the kind of word we preach here, how do you sin with this? No, but do you know Paul and Co are preaching to Sergius Paulus, Paulus. And the Bible says Satan filled by Jesus and he sought to divert his attention from the word of God. So that crying and the fool divert attention. They are all gates of hell. In the days of Paul and Co, mobile phone will not interrupt the service. Or if you are sitting down and the word of God is coming and somebody is chewing, chewing gum and makes it poop, that is the gates of hell. Or there is a, 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 a young man who is constantly harassing you. He likes you. He is trying to chase you. During service, you are sitting down or ushers usher him to come and sit by you. Just say, get thee behind me, Satan. Get up, pick up your back and change your position. Possibly dashing the whole room. That, that is hell they have come to put by you. I will build my church in the gates of hell. See, when we talk about the gates of hell, people are thinking about witches and wizards who are chewing human beings, meat, and, and drinking blood. Those are not gates of hell. Those are cannibals. How many times that does happen? The, the, the greatest activity of the gates of hell is to resist the way. So pray for us. That the word may have free cause and be glorified. So without your prayer, the word will not be glorified. Is it not, is it not amazing? The level of supernatural impact in any region or any church depends on the prayer level of the church. That is why when you are prayer warriors who understand what they are doing, you have advantage for kingdom advancement. That is why I've been telling you all the time that sometimes I wish I was an associate pastor. Because you see, by the grace of God, I have many, many gifts. And prayer and strategy is one of them. When you are praying, you are in warfare. And when, you see, your prayer is, is very interesting. This scripture is interesting. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified. Even as it is with you. So, the Thessalonians, they have received the word. The word of God had free course among them. But, in other places, it was difficult. Other places, Paul will preach the word and they want to stone him to death. So while some people were busy receiving the word, others were busy resisting the word. Ah, ah. It's like I can go to maybe Accra or Kumasi to go and preach. And somebody will travel from Takwa to Accra or to another person in Kumasi will not attend. You see this meeting we are doing? People have traveled from Accra to come. Another person who lives in Bogatanga will tell you, even my dead body will not enter that church. Is this not hell? 
This is the gate of hell. Yeah. And it is somebody who has to pray. I tell my wife, I say, hey, look at the way I'm very difficult. And still, every day I have to be shouting. Then I said, if I was soft, bad, yeah, hey, you people, you would dance azonto on my head. You will use me as the azonto dancing floor. <laughs> look at the way I am bowing and so still. No, but they will still do it. So if I was the kind of pastor who, you know, it doesn't matter. Yes. Oh, in fact, people would have been eating banana by now while I'm preaching. Some will be chewing kulukuli. In fact, they will, they will take the kulukuli, the round one, put it around their hand and come to church with it. Just made me some, some wild person who can deal with the gates of hell. That the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, even as it is with you. I could stop the preaching here. That means even the word of God has to be helped. Because you see, the word is omnipotent. But it is so strange that when the word has to move, because it has to do with human hearts, your prayer actually breaks down the human heart so that the word will enter. So the prayer is not actually helping the word, but the prayer is breaking the heart so that the word of God can have access. That is why you pray. Pray for us. And the other thing too is that if you don't pray for us who carry the word, Satan can hinder this body and the word will not be preached. You remember when Paul was going somewhere, he said, we are trying to go somewhere with the word, but Satan hindered us. Satan stopped us. So the devil stopped them from going somewhere to preach. The devil stopped them. Sometimes just, just when you are about to preach, you, know, you hear crrr in your stomach. They call it diarrhea. Hey, haven't you seen man of God who ran away from a pulpit to go and come back? Pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it, will, it is with you. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have not feet. Pray for us that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have no feet. Everybody say unreasonable. And somebody say wicked. Yeah, so sometimes you are trying to convince the unreasonable and wicked men. No, but God said, pray. You should do more prayer than trying to convince. Hmm? Me, there are, there are people in this world I don't talk to. I don't talk to people who argue. No, as soon as I say it one, two, and I realize you are trying to turn it into an argument, I forget about you. I don't, I don't waste my time on God, there is no, there's nothing I'll say that you understand. They call them unreasonable people. Unreasonable people are people who cannot reason. 
They can't reason. They, they can't change their mind. Bible calls them sometimes sons of perdition. They, they are meant for destruction. They cannot repent. They can't change. And then wicked, unreasonable and wicked men. For all of men have not faith. I remember in, 1990, in 1988, when we were worshipping in Zare Experimental Preparatory School, Zare Preparatory School, 1988, when the church, when the villagers said, our prayer is disturbing their gods, they rushed into the church, started throwing tables down, chairs, vandalizing everybody. They, they closed down the church. On that day, I was in Accra on that day doing my engagement, trying to marry and find a wife for myself. And some people too were busy vandalizing the church. In fact, they scattered the church on that day. The following week was Sunday when we were supposed to do the wedding. And because of the way they had scattered the church, that Sunday I was forced to preach. So I preached on the day of my wedding, but it was an emergency preaching. I preached, I did altar call, I laid hands on the sick. The circumstances were extraordinary. Everything we had lived for, these people had scattered it. Why were you attacking us? They said, our prayer is driving away their gods. That is what you call the gates of hell. When we finished building this church, you know, during the time we were building this church, you know, there used to be a pond here with crocodiles. Eh? And then they used to bury people here. No, this place, the front was like a cemetery. I, I like the way somebody. I remember when they were digging this place to build, they came, they came and to, told me, they said, Daddy, we saw dead bones. I said, remove them and dig. They said, shouldn't we be pray before? I said, we prayed already. If you don't get into that pit, I'm coming there. I said, build. But, we built. When we finished, I was standing in this corner when an uncle of mine from the village came. He was talking to me. He said, my nephew, you are a strong man. I said, why? He said, you mean you finished building this thing and you are standing here like this? I said, Uncle, why? He said, Here, we don't do things like this. We don't do things like this and remain standing here like this. I told him, I said, Uncle, it is the Lord that built this one. That same uncle came to our house, asked my wife, Madam, if a human being built this house. May you be extraordinary to do extraordinary things. These are the kind of towns people are afraid to build nice houses because they think if they build it, witches will kill them. But you will build your own, enter, stay in it, and live all your life in it, and God will bless your life. Can I hear you shout an amen? That is it. That is your story. That is your story. That's your story. We're building this place. Those of you who are here, you know. The front part of the building, where we've done the nice thing, done the road nicely, flowers, we watered the place, 
keep it green even outside our gate to the gutter. Oh, when we were doing that thing, you should see the resistance. People come and park their motto in front of the church and start shouting. We will not allow them to build this. This is not part of their land. This part belongs to the government. We know. We know that belongs to the government. That one, you don't have to tell us. We know. Any place that is dirty belongs to the government. Go around the departments, you will see it. When you see any building that has not been painted for 20 years, it belongs to the government. We know. We know that every dirty land belongs to the government. You don't have to tell us. And you standing there fighting, you belong to the government. That is why you look the way you look. Because if you were not government property, you would look better. I thought you would clap. <laughs> but, but because you yourself, you are, you are government property, you are waiting for government to come and bath you. Government to feed you. Government to give you free education. Government to give you free transport. That is why you are the way you are. You are government property. Your house belongs to the government. Your children belong to the government. What again belongs to the government? When you die, we donate you to the government. To bury you. So there's even government cemetery. They said, this, this land belongs to the government. They fought. I said, build the thing. If they want, they should go to court. We'll meet them there. The front of our house, when we were trying to make it nice, they came again. They said, from the gate to the middle of the road, 150 feet or whatever, is government property. <laughs> Look, <laughs> after our war, some part was very dirty. So we tried to grade it and make it nice. It is somebody's property. So that it will be continuous. They said no. They want this place the way it is. God will punish Satan. That is why I believe. Say so Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. And he said, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent take it by force. Listen, who here force can create you, you are too gentle. Too nice. Too nice. 